everyone. It's Erin from News and Arts. Joining me today is Snappy Homefry, aka Kuda Loki. How are you, Snappy? I'm just dandy. Love hearing that. So you have many titles, producer, engineer, composer, bass player, and creator of Playhouse Studio. That's right. So, um, it's not, and it's not the first time I've interviewed you. I just realized it was over a decade ago before a cherry beach party for another project. Oh, yeah. Well, right. right. I was playing bass with yeah. Chameleon Project. Time flies by. Yes, it does. Um, so your love for music started at a really young age, and you've worked with some um, uh, big names uh, as an engineer before you started the Playhouse Studio. Do you want to give us a little bit of a background about how it all got started for you in the music industry? Oh, wow. Um, well, it really depends on how far you want to go back, but... Childhood. Let's go back to childhood, where it all really began. Yeah. Well, I could easily take up the, the remaining time um, telling <laughs> you that story. You only have 20 but, minutes. Yeah, okay. 20 minutes. Here we go. Um, so it, it was quite clear uh, that music was had was affecting me on some some deep emotional level. I, I would often cry to music. Um, it's one of my most memorable experiences as a child is is crying to music and and not music that is sad but i was just really emotionally moved by music so um i feel like it started there i i I mean not that i knew that my path was going to be music but i was just so um i i just i feel it uh and that's helped me as a as a songwriter as a a producer as a dj Mm -hmm. um, as an engineer mixing music it's it's really about the emotion that i'm that i'm looking for so um so i think it started there i mean i I, my memories go back from you know two to four years old and even listening you know to Beach Boys, or um, they're not sad songs, but there's just something melancholy and, right. and um, emotionally triggering that I'm, I'm I'm still attracted to that. I'm still hunting for those. I, I I've often felt that music can unlock things um, with sound or vibration, and, and I think it's through through emotion. So no doubt, no yeah. doubt about that. Um, and you have a very eclectic sound. So is that through experimenting and listening to different kinds of music since your childhood? Is it through the people you work with? How, how did your sound evolve and get to the point that it's at? Yeah, uh, it's hard to describe, I guess, because I feel like I'm, I'm within the picture. So mm-hmm. it's hard to talk about the picture as I'm in it. I, I don't often think about style when I'm playing music or creating music. So it's usually just something that I, that I feel that mm-hmm. something has the emotion that I'm trying to express. Um, and my roots musically are very much in the, the kind of funk, uh, foundation. So, I mean, when I discovered music and was developing my voice, I uh, quite literally was on a steady diet of anything George Clinton did for close to 12 years, uh, starting at the age of, of 14, 15 ish. Mm-hmm. When I discovered George Clinton, anything, any, he's a producer, of course. And so he made a lot of records. So uh, I probably have 50 albums of his that he produced, uh, whether it's a vocal group or a funk band. So um, I, I feel like dance is a big part of that so mm-hmm. it, whether that's um something tribal or something um you know related to the funk or blues it's still uh, it's about movement and it's about celebration so and it's 
I also love ambient music, and and again, it's it's about emotion. So, I feel like at 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 the core of all music, it, there's something quite beautiful. I, I, so I don't I don't often like to define music in in categories or genres because uh, it's all one it's all one thing. I mean, it's just sound and vibration. So, um, I think there's beauty in all of it. So. And it's nice to hear that. I think, you know, we easily categorize everything. So it's nice to be just kind of inclusive and open instead of having to label everything. So that's right. It's a nice way of putting that. Right. Um, that being said, you've had your studio playhouse for 16, 17 years now. Uh, it's changed. Um, mm -hmm. My the first iteration was um, about 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. I was working in studios and. Uh, I got a travel bug, so I, I started traveling. And then when I came back, my job wasn't available anymore. So uh, I started building a studio at that time, uh, around 2005. So that's kind of when it started. It was very small and was working with small bands. And it grew and invested all of my money and energy into the studio and then building a studio. And then I, I moved into the previous place that I was in, which is mm -hmm. where I, I really developed um, my craft and where I learned a lot. Um, and then I've recently just moved and I'm, I'm in the process of building my third studio. Um, and it's definitely the most exciting project I've done and with all the experience that I have and uh, just in terms of acoustics and even my uh, experience with construction, it's just been great mm -hmm. to, develop this space that I'll be in for the next who knows how long so well it's exciting to hear that it's been exciting because we're in an interesting time and everyone has their own perspective and experience through it a lot of people are struggling so to hear that it's been fun is or you're enjoying the change is wonderful uh, speaking of that change the obvious question is how has COVID in particular affected everything you're doing because it removes travel and other interactions you may need to have because of the industry you're in. It's obviously very social. Mm -hmm. <laughs> how, how is all this going right now? Yeah. Again, I, I, I kind of feel like I'm, I'm in it. Like I, so it's hard to, because it's still happening. Like, mm -hmm. um, and, um, my touring schedule completely stopped. I, I had probably the biggest, uh, tour schedule that I've ever had in my life, um, planned mostly in the West coast and in Oregon and California mm -hmm. and BC. So that, that changed things quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, and I moved, so that's kind of consumed a lot of my life. Um, and in terms of the studio, yeah, I mean, things just kind of stopped. So it's, uh, things are starting to shift now. So it, I, I kind of took the opportunity to to make these really big changes in my life. Um, I also changed my my DJ producer moniker, mm -hmm. which I didn't I've wanted to do for a long time, um, but I didn't see when I could do that. So COVID gave me the, this this window of opportunity. Everything everything suddenly became online, mm -hmm. and um, I figured if I if I made that my reality, then it would just be true and. Um, I, I couldn't change my name while I was touring and while I was on uh, posters or schedules, it, it just wasn't possible. So I, mm -hmm. I've kind of used it as a advantage to to take a step back and and change my plans. So I've you know I've changed my name to Kudos Loki, and I, I moved and now I'm building a new studio. So right. I've just uh, I've utilized that that window. And again, we're still in it. So I, who knows where exactly. it's going to go. 
Um, and I'm starting to get booked and, and things are starting to change. And I think people are starting to adjust with how we're digesting music and how mm -hmm. we gather. Um, they ha we have to gather somehow. We'll figure out a way. So I'm, I'm loving this um, creativity of being local, that everything's feeling smaller. I mean, we've seen bands uh, in parks. Last exactly. time we saw, we were in Dovercourt Park and we saw Mosquito Bar play. And it, I think it's events like this. It's, it's, I don't want to call them events. Like they're just these moments that are created because we're just, we have to gather, you know? Exactly. I think in some ways, like you said, it's gotten smaller, but in positive ways because those who are creative and continue to create and share have been able to gather us again. And it's kind of an old school feeling because I feel like we have way too much going on now. It kind of narrowed our options and made it smaller and cozier. It's really nice. Well said. But with that, you know, we have winter coming. It's very unpredictable as to where things are going. And like you said, things have been canceled for you. Do you have any other project ideas that you can incorporate um, into what's going on right now? Yeah, that's a great question. I've, I'm feeling pretty called to um, contribute to this renegade event thing. And I'm thinking about getting together with some friends and just putting together um, some sound in a park for people to enjoy during the day. And um, I've been thinking a lot about teaching a lot more um, in my studio and uh, creating smaller collaborative events in mm -hmm. my, in my new space. Um, it's not really particularly related to COVID, but it's just utilizing how, how do we, how do we gather and how do we share information and how do we create? And so I'm one of the, one of the things I'm thinking about is just having a select group of people to, mm -hmm. to collaborate and it being maybe a biweekly to create music with, with no real anchor of th this is what we're doing, but, right. um, just to listen in on what, what comes through a, a small group of people. Right, and just to keep the positivity going. Uh -huh. And when you say teach, what what do you mean by that? What are you teaching? Yeah, so I've I I uh, I don't like to call it teaching, but um, uh, I guess I did say that. Um, <laughs> I teach music production mostly, um, and then I've done some permaculture work also. It's another passion of mine is ecology and how that works. I think it's very related to music and, but mostly it's, it's, uh, in my studio. So, uh, beat making, mixing, mm -hmm. um, composing, you know, different software is a huge variety of different angles to choose from. That's great. And would that involve children as well for parents who'd want to kind of incorporate that into their education I system? I haven't considered that, but you I, should, I like, you know, a I lot like of us have kids. <laughs> subtle hint there for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I think with that type of exchange, you, there, there really needs to be a dedication. So mm -hmm. I spent the better part of seven years teaching kids music, um, okay. a, a while ago and I was teaching piano and guitar and bass and, uh, I learned a lot from that process and I, I love children. So, and I, I feel with technology and music production, there really has to be, um, an interest, a really deep interest because it, it takes a lot of concentration and focus. And mm -hmm. I think that's a challenge for, for young, young people these days is, is that focus. So if it, if it's not there, then I don't, I'm not interested. It's in making that work. So I, I did have a, um, someone I was working with who was 12 and, and they were really keen for about a mm -hmm. year. And then it just, they got into different things as you do when you're, when you're young and, um, and then it just changed. And, it, you know, I, for me, it, it needs 
there needs to be passion and there needs right. to be that fire to, to I want completely to agree with you. And yeah. I think that's one of our issues with, you know, the younger generation these days, it's focus and technology and things like that. So finding that interest is hard. Um, so uh, you mentioned permaculture, which is something I'm really interested in, and the connection to music. Did you want to expand on that for a little bit? So what do you associate to music, and what are some project ideas you might possibly have, especially within the city? Because it's a relevant time to think about these things. We need to know how to grow food. We mm. need to know how to grow, period, right? Well, the beautiful thing about permaculture is that it, it's not just about uh, f growing food and agriculture. Mm -hmm. It's... it's um, it's just looking at nature and how she works and um, and what's available and then using what what is available to um, to create some sort of yield mm -hmm. and that could be uh, catching water rainwater uh, for your garden you know that's a really simple thing to do um, some might not call it permaculture but it's um, to me it's just it's just a creative utilitative way of using resources mm -hmm. um, your first question was one that I pondered for a long time as I dove into permaculture about six, seven years ago, um, wondering what am I doing with this uh, playing in dirt and, you know, learning about uh, weeds and plants. And um, and I, I think the connection that I've made is, uh, is related to harmony. Mm -hmm. And I think that I've come to terms with uh, that nature is the, the most symphonic um, orchestra that there is. I mean, it's a system that is is it exists because of its its success and its age. So, um, I think when we walk into a forest is and and that that peace that we feel that that connected um, where we lose ourselves and there's something that kind of overcomes you know that we feel that the forest is aware of us. I think it's because of the harmony that's created through mm -hmm. all of the biodiversity and that things are all in relationship together. I mean, it's the same thing with chords, right? It's right. you have different notes and different values and um, different intervals that create tension or create, uh, create uh, a feeling of calm or it's the same thing. And I, I think nature is, is the most uh, harmonious. So um, my availability for uh, harmony and when something works emotionally, again, going mm -hmm. back from when I was two to four years old, um, I, I think it's the same thing when we, when we were talking about a garden or a forest or even a small project, I think there, there's a, there's a feeling that when something's working, it's not a intellectual or rational, um, it doesn't come from a rational place, but right. it's, it's a, it's a felt sense um, and I think it's it, it works with music and it works with nature. I think it's the same thing. It's a really nice way of putting it. And um, what is this about breaking molds? Let's talk about that. You're also uh, referred to as someone who breaks molds. What does that mean? I, I think that I, I wouldn't describe myself th like that. Uh, but if I were to respond, I think it's because I don't think about um, the, the genres. I don't think about molds, so it's easy to break them when when you're when you're dancing in between them. And um, I love the collage of of music that exists today, specifically with with the access to with technology and, and mm -hmm. how global everything's become. And and there's this real blending of of, of all cultures and. 
So it, I, I find it really easy to, to do, and I, it's something that I'm, I'm really attracted to, is, mm -hmm. is bringing different rhythms from all over the world and, and making them work together or, or assembling them in a way that, that works together and, and f again, feels right, it feels harmonious somehow. So I don't know if I'm breaking molds, but... Um, I don't think there is a mold. It's actually the fact that you don't really have a mold. You're yeah. just flowing and compiling and right. working with what feels right. It's yeah. really how it should be. I think we're all about molds and we need to kind of snap out of that, right? It's kind of the way the human brain works. Yeah, we, yeah. we like categories and exactly. that left brain organizing and we're very much in that world uh, right now. It's a very strong energy that we're experiencing. So I think more mm -hmm. of that right brain could be really useful these days. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So what is the most important thing to you these days with everything that's been going on? Because you're, you know, you come across as someone who's still looking at everything in a very positive way. And there's been a lot of good changes. They may be challenging, but you're, you know, you're someone who comes across very grateful and you're working with what you have and going with the flow. What are some of the things that are the most motivational and exciting and um, inspiring for you these days that keep you going? Hmm. That's a big question. Um, without thinking about it too much, um, I mean, I, I don't know why Greta is coming to mind. Greta mm -hmm. uh, Thunberg um, is thinking about, you know, the youth that is that are speaking up um, about extremely important matters. I mean, the most important matters of of our time, and mm -hmm. um, you know, learning about ecology is really exciting. And uh, I think we could talk at length about some solutions and and where we are at this time, but I think eventually, no matter what happens, we're, we're going to have to be thinking locally. So, um, you know, I think learning to work together in, mm -hmm. in some facet, um, I think that's kind of started to happen. And, and I would love to see more of that, uh, whether that's through, um, in learning new, new trades or new skills or, or learning music or, right. I mean, all of it, it's, um, how do we share food? How do we share space? How do we solve problems? How do we get along? I think those are really exciting mm -hmm. subjects for me these days. Going back to the basics almost, right? Yeah. Or, or the, the fundamentals, like the, mm -hmm. the root of it. It's, it's like, how, how do we get along? And that's a really good one, Snappy. I like it. Mm. Um, we got to get going. Any last words for, um, fellow musicians and artists, uh, to kind of, get through these challenging and unique times? Uh, great question. Well, you know, let's write, let's write music about what's happening. You know, mm -hmm. I, I, I haven't heard enough of that. I was listening to um, Neil Young the other day and I was just celebrating his effort and, and how he is so bold and how he points, you know, the finger at, at, uh, at the issues. And I'd love to see more of that. So if, you know, if people can, be bold enough to be honest about what they're seeing in the world mm -hmm. and, and reach out to me, reach out to kudos Loki and let's collaborate and let's make music and um, let's talk about the things that, that move us right now. Amazing. Thank you for coming in with this wonderful vibe and sharing with us. And uh, we'll hope to see you again soon. Absolutely. And upside of all of this. And uh, everyone, thank you for listening. You can find news and arts on Facebook and Instagram, and we'll chat with you soon. Take care. Thank you. Thank you.